uh, this is going to be the most freestyle video you're gonna watch on youtube today or whenever you're gonna watch it mostly because i think i've done like 10 introductions to this particular episode and it, nothing seems to stick on the wall if you're from western kenya you already know that when people cook ugali which is the staple food in kenya if, if not in western kenya only when they cook ugali and uh, the litmus test that they have to when they want to check sorry when they want to check if the ugali is cooked the litmus test that they put it through is they throw it to the wall if it sticks that ugali is not cooked if it falls down or it bounces back to the person who threw it then that ugali is cooked so like i said i've tried doing like five or six introductions not introductions like just freestyling through the episode and every time i do it in a, in a certain way i try to be as free as possible as authentic as possible but sometimes kunatuka shetani fulani kanaingianga unajipata unaandika ka script unataka kufuata hiyo script that thing never works for me so i had this perfect introduction written down and i was like you know what i'm going to try and make this channel as official as possible and stick to the script i've tried six times and it's not working so what I'm going to do is just freestyle my way through it. And I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please feel free to like, share, subscribe. And if you have any tips uh, that I can borrow to use on this channel, feel free to comment below and let me know how to do it. Uh, as of now, we're just going to freestyle through it anyway. What's up guys? My name is Bastian and I just want to officially welcome you to the Kenyan Entrepreneur. Around here we talk about what is happening in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. So that means government, private sector and academia. In case you're listening to this on a podcast platform, hi and welcome back to the Gumzo Africa podcast. Gumzo Africa podcast is uh, a podcast that we own or our podcast. I think that is uh, less, um, what, is, what is the right phrase? Um... I'm, I'm forgetting this word. Okay, we have a podcast <laughs> known as Gooms Africa Podcast. So the idea was to create content for the YouTube channel, but at the same time create content for the Gooms Africa Podcast. The only problem is we ended up talking of the same things because mo both channels or both platforms were focusing on the entrepreneurial ecosystem. When we started out, and this is just a brief history, we were focusing on business and tech. But we realize that we realize that the entrepreneurial ecosystem is wider than just business and tech so we refreshed it and when we did that we realized that the content that we're putting out on gumzo africa podcast and the one that we're putting out on the channel on the youtube channel were almost similar so it didn't make sense to keep recording two different contents for two similar content for two different channels uh so we might we decided that we might as well just record it as one um, piece of content and then distribute it. So that is what we are doing. So if you're listening to this on the Gooms of Africa podcast, welcome back. And if you're on YouTube or watching this on YouTube and you're the kind of person that enjoys podcasts, feel free to go on any on any uh, major or any what is it called not major we are on all podcast platforms we are gumzo africa podcast and i'm gonna put the link in this in the description of this particular video that is if you're watching this on youtube anyway getting straight into today's videos on video not videos on monday we usually have a segment known as money mondays for those of you who've never been on this channel and the idea for it is just to have conversation around money. First of all, this is a disclaimer. I'm not a financial expert. Uh, the only financial class I've attended 
I didn't even act attend the class. I attended a, <laughs> a short course, or is it a seminar? How do, how do they call it? Like those one-day um, trainings that talk about money. And this was when I went to Centonomy. So I'm not a financial expert, but we all appreciate the simple fact that uh, money is a universal language. So whether you are in Germany or Kenya or the UK or Tanzania, we all speak the same language. So I also have an appreciation of the fact that there are people who speak the money language fluently and there are those who struggle. Uh, I fall in between the two, mostly because uh, I have my shortcomings and kidogo strong points, I, th <laughs> I think. And uh, the idea for this segment is just to have conversations that uh, maybe spark um, someone's thoughts and to maybe influence ideas, of course, bring, up, bring about ideas or discuss ideas. Today's episode, however, it's going to be a bit different, mostly because it has a lot of uh, something that I've just observed. The other day, uh, Diamond Platinums, uh, if you're a YouTuber or if you just have interest in African or East African music, you already know that uh, his channel was the first channel, first um, entertainment channel to hit a billion views in East Africa. I'm not sure if that applies to Africa, but I'm, I'm sure Nigerians and girls from West Africa are way bigger in terms of the views that they get on their content. So in, his, in East Africa, I think he's the one with the highest views. And his team did all this celebratory thing and they suppressed him when he was still in bed or whatever it is. I don't know if it was staged. When it comes to Asafi, you cannot necessarily tell if anything they're doing is genuine or if it's manipulation of the media. So they came out and they were celebrating him for hitting a billion views. And as a YouTuber or someone who creates content, I was like, wow, if this guy can do it, maybe there's hope <laughs> for us. And if even there's a tool, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give you a quick plug. Some of us already knew that he was almost hitting a billion views, mostly because of this tool that I'm going to talk about. It's called TubeBuddy. So the idea is if you have it, and you've signed in, you're able to see even the tags. You see the way an artist uh, or whoever it is, even this video, someone uploads a video on YouTube and what they do is they put tags. So tags are basically uh, keywords that allow people to find the content they are looking for on YouTube. And the other thing, if you're a YouTuber or a content creator and you're looking for some tips on how to get people to watch your content, number one, and I've talked about this in a previous video, you need your content needs to be a, a result to someone's search or an answer to a question if you don't get that then maybe uh, you need to dm me at the kenyan entrepreneur on instagram and i can show you some tricks some tricks uh, atrophy i don't know but that is something we can talk about so for some of us who are on youtube we already knew that he was gonna hit a billion views because he was at around 900 and something million views in kenya i think the person with the highest views or the highest uh, most viewed channel. What am I talking about? The channel with the most views is Churchill Show. Uh, Churchill Show, yeah, it's, I think it's Churchill Show. That is the name of the YouTube channel. So when you, when I was looking at these statistics, because you, you constantly need to understand or be in the know of what is happening in your industry, and I already knew that he was almost hitting it, and I'm sure even hitting it, meaning hitting a billion, not the other thing that you guys usually hit. So. For those of us, and I'm sure other creators who are on YouTube already know these tools. Some of us already knew this thing was going to happen. But away from talking about Diamond and uh, his a billion views, 
today I was on LinkedIn and I saw someone post and I'm going to try and put up that uh, a screenshot of that post that I show that I saw not sure. And it was basically a guy saying that uh, Diamond Platinums hit a billion views. Something we all knew. But the most interesting part and the money aspect of this conversation comes in when he was talking about how much uh, approximately he's making on his YouTube channel. And it made me wonder, why is it that we usually have this sudden interest in how much someone makes? Money is, uh, I know, for celebrities and uh, people in the, pu in the public space, uh, there's usually this need to be seen as though you're doing good. But if you're very careful, you'll notice that even when you watch Diamond Platinum's interviews and videos, uh, regardless of where he is, he's going to talk about what he has. But whenever you bring up the money conversation, he usually finds an escape out of it. And I respect that mostly because even I as a person, I respect the people who can come out and say, look, on my YouTube channel, I made this amount. And I saw Miss Trudy talk about how much she's made on YouTube and all that. And it made me pose another question if YouTubers should be paying tax. Although I saw another YouTuber, I can't remember her name. She was talking about how YouTube deducts the tax already and then uh, submits the tax on your behalf. I'm not very sure that is very uh, sustainable. I don't think it's actually something that happens. I don't think there's a company that just sits back and files returns on your behalf. But if that is what is happening, and if you're a YouTuber and that is happening for you, please feel free to comment below. I would like to know. Personally, I don't know. My channel is not monetized yet. But I'd like to know if uh, that is actually a thing, if YouTube submits tax on your behalf. But based on the research that I've done uh, or the videos that I've seen from other creators in the States, uh, the idea or the conversation usually is one that uh, talks about people who collect money or get paid on YouTube and then they go ahead and submit their own taxes. But the question that I want to go back to is why is it that usually, is it, is it human nature to want to know how much someone is making? Regardless of whether they are public figure or just a kawaii person, why is it that we usually have that need to know how much someone is getting paid? And speaking about uh, these other aspects of the entrepreneurial ecosystem, I also saw another post, and it was by Jubilee Insurance. And uh, the insurance company came out, and I'm going to be paraphrasing. I'm going to try and put up, uh, not try, I'm going to put up that press release. And what they were saying in this particular press release is uh, Nairobi Hospital has sort of overbilling them over the past couple of months or years. And uh, the one thing they've always wanted that uh, Nairobi Hospital produces is proof that uh, their clients have actually gone to Nairobi Hospital. So as of this conversation, I think they were, the conversation was around 80 million, like how much Nairobi Hospital was claiming from Nairobi Hospital. But I also saw another press release from Nairobi Hospital. I actually saw this on a news piece or segment uh, on Citizen TV. And Nairobi Hospital was saying, you know what? Us guys have dropped <laughs> Jubilee Insurance. So if you have a Jubilee Insurance cover, please don't come to Nairobi Hospital to get treated. And it makes you wonder. The insurance industry is one of the biggest industries. And uh, for some weird reason, I know people hate insurance salespeople, but for some weird reason, the insurance industry is growing like every day we always see these amazing numbers even though i remember jubilee came out and said uh they had suffered a loss because they are listed so their shares had dropped 
Are they listed? Yeah, I think they are listed. And I don't know because of this whole situation that is happening right now. Because most companies, whenever whenever they're going through, even people, whenever they're going through a hard time during this period, the one default answer is to say because of this COVID nineteen thing, uh, we are unable to meet our obligations. Even people, and I know I'm laughing. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. But just to have that money element and or money conversation, why is it that it's way easier for us to focus on celebrities and try and figure out how much they make? And not even just celebrities. Even if you see someone on the on the streets, you know, like when you're on the road and you see someone driving a better car than yours, there's usually that uh, side eye that you give the driver to check if he's actually the owner of the car. And then you start approximating how much and why is it that you know so i'm just wondering why is there a need for us to why do we always have uh, that need to know how much someone is making yes he's come out and said i have hit a billion views and I actually saw in the comment section of that particular post on linkedin someone was actually uh, doing a quick mathematics and they were saying that on average per month this guy makes like 600,000 Kenya shillings that was $60,000 so an approximation of 600,000 to 650,000 Kenya shillings on passive income but now why why are, why are we taking uh, time to analyze someone else's income whether passive or the other word is it non-passive <laughs> or active yeah so I don't know maybe this is a conversation that uh, you'd like to be a part of why is there uh, why do you think there's always this need to know how much someone is making even uh, on this situation uh, there's this same situation when you see people create tv shows or celebrities like akina Jugush and abel mutua you see them having tv shows on ntv even akina dj more they as a creator for most creators actually this is the question that most creators usually for kawaida people who are who have no interest in the media space there's usually that general sense of hmm, these guys are making money but when you go to creators and directors and just people who are in that space the automatic question that usually comes to mind is how much do you think how much do you think these guys were paid for this content that they're putting out on this channel anyway i don't want to stretch this video longer than it should be if you're listening to this to our podcast feel free to comment our platform allows you to respond to it as a voice note. If you have any question or any conversation that you'd like for me to highlight on, feel free to reach out and uh, follow me on all social media platforms at The Kenyan Entrepreneur. YouTube.com forward slash The Kenyan Entrepreneur. And I don't know why I keep hitting this microphone. Um, what is it called? TikTok.com forward slash The Kenyan Entrepreneur. It's interesting that we finally succumb to the pressure of joining TikTok. Um, we are trying to use it differently even though the algorithm works differently but we're gonna see if it's sustainable we're gonna keep it if it's not then we're gonna drop it on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash the kenyan entrepreneur on instagram it's instagram.com forward slash the kenyan entrepreneur i don't know why i keep saying forward slash it's just at the kenyan entrepreneur on these platforms isipokuwa kwa twitter which is at ngeda sebastian so feel free to engage with us let's have these conversations and uh if you are in that insurance space i'm very keen to have that conversation because i remember even before these press releases started coming out uh last year there was a couple of people there were a couple of people who came out and they were exposing um 
WhatsApp conversations uh, from the Nairobi Hospital group and the CEO kept pushing people to, you know, extend. These were accusations that were being shared on the internet. I don't have any proof, but I'm going I can refer you to where I saw them. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find any of those screenshots and share with you, but there was this general sense of conversations on the chat where uh, nurses and doctors were being told, you know what, the company is not making enough money. Make sure you extend people's stay, even if they don't need to be in the hospital. And it makes you wonder, why would you want to be in the health industry if your intention is not necessarily to help people get better? Why can't we just all follow the Mother Teresa, Mother, Mother Teresa <laughs> kind of way of doing things? You know, if you have interest in making money, get into sports gambling or these are the quick, get, what is it called? Uh, quick money, get rich, quick schemes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the right phrase is. Or if you can't do that, then you can 100% just open a shop that is purely for profit. I find the health industry a bit tricky to balance, mostly because number one, as a business, you need to make money, but at the same time, you have to have other people's or your patients' interests at heart. So there is that. Um, strange situation uh, that uh, you find yourself in but i don't think that is a substitute or uh, a validation to doing such things if someone uh, is in the hospital just because they have an insurance cover does not mean that you should now exaggerate uh, how much they should be paying you but then again i'm not in the health space so if you're in the health space or the insurance space and you'd like to have this conversation with me feel free to reach out comment below and if you like this kind of content, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to this channel. My name is Sebastian, and uh, I'll see you again tomorrow with another episode of Startup Tuesdays. We, when we started this Startup Tuesdays, just to give you a heads up, the intention was to interview startup founders. But like I usually say, uh, it's, it's very tricky. Right now, it's very tricky to get startup founders that are very willing to have these conversations. So what we're going to be doing is uh, introduce another element to it. And just do an analysis. Last last week we did analysis of Pacify, which is a sort of an, a task it knockoff. So if you're a startup and you want to have this conversation, feel free to reach out. But if you if you if we don't get someone who's gonna be interested to have this conversation, I guess we're gonna go back to that default setting and just look at a startup that is doing amazing or making the most noise and highlight it. Anyway, that has been my time for today. Feel free, like I said, to like, share, subscribe. And comment peace out and remember to follow me on all social media platforms at the kenyan entrepreneur at the <laughs> at the kenyan entrepreneur and uh, our website is backup kenyanentrepreneur.ca i'm gonna link it in the comment section what we do on the platform is we publish corporate reports if you're a corporate and you'd like to be featured feel free to reach out and we can have that conversation but as of now we're also doing like a written version of this conversation so that we also make sure that people who like to read we're trying to appeal to every person so the people who like to watch can watch youtube people who like to listen can listen to our podcast and guys who just want to read can head over to our website kenyanentrepreneur.ca and read what our thoughts are on this whole situation anyway bye and see ya